0: I've just about had enough of you. You think you'll be able to respect a husband who's probably pulled the scientific boner of all time? In my case, sir, the question is totally without meaning. Irony, one of the funniest forms of humor. I have made a woman. The tinsmith forgot to give me a heart. Think is never wrong. Never!
1: Hello. Wrong. Hello. Hello. What would be a creepy way of starting? Hello perfect <laughs> and welcome to 50 years of shit robots halloween special 2023 with me matt brown hello and professor stephen murray hello so we were just chatting about the fact that we're 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 over a year old now our second episode that we ever did was was our first halloween episode do you feel older and wiser
0: My knees have gone <laughs> i'm always wiser i'm always cramming more information in
1: but don't you find that like some information then sort of is like pushed out dribbles down your ears
0: yeah stuff useless stuff about
1: tax so of all of the episodes that we've done when we we we've done more than 50 episodes what are some of your sort of highlights would you say
0: Oddly enough, one of my big highlights is is the World Cup one, weren't, because I had absolutely no idea what was going on.
1: Yeah, that was one of our early ones, wasn't it? It was, it was the, when, a very early one. It was when the 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 men's football World Cup was going on last winter. Yeah,
0: and I, I quite I listened to it quite recently, and I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that I was completely bemused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like those as well, that because there's like loads of robots in them, aren't there? Those episodes.
0: Yes, lots and lots of robots. Yeah. Um, and I also, I love Alphaville, the episode on Alphaville.
1: Yeah, that's was one of our uh, recent ones, episode 52 yeah. uh, on Alphaville. I like that one as well. Uh, um, bold
0: me a googly on my knowledge <laughs> of uh, Nouvelle
1: Vague. If we ever get merch done, <laughs> then a T-shirt with Bold me a googly on should definitely be one of them. It's one of your <laughs> stock phrases, I along with um, you, you all, the other one you say is, you go, oh, wow. <laughs> like that <laughs> yes. my a couple that i'd like to to point out were two really early ones which are some of my favorites there was one we did um the episode is called the elephant in the room and that is all about the play that where robots is the term robot sort of created for that play
0: uh yes it was used in the play uh the Rossum's universal robots that was the first time that the word robot was used to refer to an artificial being,
1: yes. Right. And the other one I wanted to flag up, another early one, is episode six, which is all about Metal Mickey, which was the first oh. one we did, which was, which was one where we weren't looking at. A robot from our fifty-year time frame between tw- 1927 and 1977. Someone had suggested we uh, we we do an episode on Metal Mickey, and it was, yes, what, it was I thought it was a really good one. That one. It was a request. It was. We do take requests. If you do have anything you'd like us to examine robot-wise, then you can get in touch with us on our socials on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We are at fifty y o s r. That's fifty f i f t y y o s r. Okay. So, it is time for our spooky Halloween episode, and we have a very special episode today because we have a very special guest joining us, Rory Coyle. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. I wish it was under better terms. (laughs) Now, uh, you're an old friend of Professor Murray. Um, I've just said to him, why is Rory our Halloween expert? And he sent me the following... Uh Rory is a horror themed wrestler whose in ring persona is obsessed with horror movies and wants to make his own in the wrestling ring. Signature move is smashing an exploding VHS tape over opponents' <laughs> heads. Nicknames are Last True Sick Boy, The Video Nasty, The Original Cult Classic. Can you confirm all of that information? <laughs> I can confirm
2: that, that that is all that is all correct. When you when you hear someone else say it, you go, Oh, when you're not in Spandex <laughs> and someone reads out those names it's a little bit weird so um,
1: are you a spandex wrestler
2: I'm not really small pants but i do possess tights i wear tights that are now um much to my partner's dismay are falling apart because i've taken part in so many um what are known as death matches yeah death matches normally have a lot of glass and barbed wire and stuff so my tights are falling apart and it looks like a stylistic choice yeah People go oh look at the attention the detail Really, they're just falling apart.
0: Your face has fallen apart on a few occasions.
2: Yeah, I've got a metal plate in my or- orbital, so I've got a little metal. I've got a little T1000 face. Yeah, and then I've got a little Harry Potter scar in my
1: forehead. Yeah, I've I've seen things. I mean, essentially, you're <laughs> our first cyborg guest.
0: Oh my god! Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, actually, yeah. I've got I've got metal in me. My- yeah, that's very exciting. <laughs> Where are you, are you fighting at the moment? Or sorry, is is, is fighting the right terminology?
2: I think performance probably the right term. I've got um. So uh, my next appearance will be at North Wrestling in the Anarchy Brewery in Newcastle on November the fourth. Great. And for tickets, people can go to NorthWrestling.co.uk. Look at me, company man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And also, yes, you can purchase merch on RoryWrestler.com as well. Uh, There There you go. go. So. Stephen, whose idea was it for us to watch Jason X as our Halloween film?
0: Mine, because it was going to be Chopping Mall.
1: Yeah, you then, lured me in. Then when to chop more.
0: I then when I read that in this film Jason X becomes Uber Jason, and that's not a taxi driver; that is a highly advanced robot Jason. I thought, yeah. no, I am in. we've yeah. got a franchise here that needs to be discussed.
1: Rory, have you seen Jason
2: X before? I had seen it when it first came out. I think I rented it on video. I remembered it badly. I don't know if I remembered it correctly because I think it's worse than I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's, no, I really
1: enjoyed it. Well, of course you did. I'd of say course did. of all of the films, Rory, that we've had to watch for this podcast, <laughs> when we have watched some absolute shockers, <laughs> I'd say this this is a real one of the real worst films i've ever ever watched because i think that it it's it's the the worst thing of all is that it's boring
0: oh wow i used it it as a palette freshener
2: it is a bit it is a i don't know how you make it so boring yeah I it's jason in space exactly um well
0: cronenberg's in it
2: uh, i had written down in my notes i was on the ball with this i wrote (laughs) distracting gray hair is this
1: david cronenberg (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and I'd written like four explanation marks <laughs> I mean presumably this is the 10th Jason film is it yeah that's where Jason X ex-
2: yeah but weirdly the ex- they were going to make so they started making this before Jason, uh, Jason versus, versus Freddy, Freddy but they knew they they knew they knew were making Jason versus Freddy so right. they were like you know what we'll do guys so we don't mess up the canon because that's really important even though in the one before this they blew him up yeah <laughs> They exploded Jason. Yeah. Um. They went, you know what we'll do? We'll set it in
1: the future. So there you go. That was clever. Yeah. Got around that one.
0: Jason <laughs> so they, versus Freddy was in development health. So that's another reason why they, they wheeled
1: it out. And then, so did Jay, Did Jason versus Freddy is a, is a film, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But it came out after this one. Or it came no, out before this one?
0: It came out before because this one sat on the shelf for two years okay. because there were some howlers from the studio
1: howlers what do you mean howlers
0: how terrible terrible films and they just hung on to it waiting for a waiting for some sort of mystic gap
1: (laughs) and then they released this to to get it to
0: make money and it did make money
1: worse films than this one they can't be are they how
0: how come i enjoyed it
1: you know what i didn't i didn't hate it right no, okay, fair enough. But I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I'd say that's where I am with it as well.
0: I think I enjoyed it because that's I've been watching it. some Bugs Bunny cartoons before. I. I'd watched a couple <laughs> and literally I watched, I was watching Jason X and thinking, this is like a big Bugs Bunny cartoon.
1: But again, I'd say that, I mean, I know we, we haven't even started speaking about it yet, but it's so boring. <laughs> this film is so boring. I don't think Matt can get across how boring. <laughs> I don't think he can.
0: So I mean... Boring when he's on one of these little this is it now
1: <laughs> so um so just just very the very quick plot is that in in 2001 the film starts in 2001 doesn't it no
0: it starts in 2008
1: 2008 okay so yeah. so it's it's set in 2008 at the beginning where uh, jason has been captured and he's about to be cryogenically frozen until science gets in the way <laughs>
0: Money gets in the way.
1: Yeah, the, the, the scientists come and they say he's too valuable uh, because he can't be killed. We've got to know more about him. We're not going to cryogenically freeze him. We're going to take him to a secure facility. So Jason has the opportunity to, to escape. He sort of then like kills every all the scientists and, and the security guards who've come to take him away, but then is lured into the cryogenic freezer by, um, what's her name?
0: rowan Lafontaine.
1: is it, <laughs> is that's it rowan- not a real name that's the wrestling name surely yeah by rowan by rowan who's a very sexy young uh scientist and she cryogenically freezes him but in 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 doing so is stabbed by jason and then is also cryogenically frozen
0: Stabbed through the metal cryo chamber yeah, with yeah. his magical it's machete. A machete.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's machete. That'd make an excellent kid's book, wouldn't it? The magical, the magical machete. The magical machete. <laughs> yeah, Jason and the Adventures of the Magical Machete. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm
0: taking the specimen.
1: Well, you can't. I haven't the pre- cryostasis chamber. I don't
0: want him frozen, Rowan. I want him soft. I'm moving him to our Grand facility. His unique ability to regenerate lost and damaged tissue and
1: it just it cries out for more research
0: and you're willing to risk the deaths of innocent civilians if he
1: escapes yes he's no longer your problem
2: (laughs) i have a big issue with this plot you know because (laughs) it opens up and it says (coughs) camp crystal lake research facility (laughs) i was like wait a minute there's a notorious camp where everyone's been murdered for decades you know what we'll do lads we should set up a research facility right there, yeah, and get to
0: the get to the, get <laughs> to that, the source of this. Oh, yeah. They've already tried to kill him. They've already tried to hang him, electrocute him, in all manner of things. You want to tell me what happened down there?
1: I was a project leader at Crystal Lake Research. The subject was Jason Voorhees.
0: Jason Voorhees,
1: notorious murderer. We executed him for the first time in 2008. For the first time. Mm-hmm. We tried everything. Electrocution, gas, firing squad. We even hung him once. Nothing worked.
2: But they ignore the fact that they blew him up. That's... Okay, and
1: that happened in the film prior to this film. They blew yeah. him up. The ending Jason is in goes Jason goes to hell.
2: Jason goes to hell. There's a great scene where they're all there. Jason's there. And then a bunch of commandos pop up from like underneath little blankets covered <laughs> in leaves. And they just all blow him up. Right. And he just he
0: literally just explodes. That explains the title sequence because yes. the title sequence starts in hell.
1: Yeah. It goes from hell to blood cells to eyeball to injection to blood to jar to cells to scalpel to straitjacket <laughs> to eyeball again. And then you see Jason all all sort of trussed up being in a straitjacket.
0: I think they must have seen the title sequence for Fight Club and absolutely loved it and just recreated it.
2: The director is Cronen was Cronenberg's Uh, effects artist and i think i think it was him it was james (laughs) isaacs or jim someone did that open and sequence oh really there's there's a really good um my god why did i spend so much of my weekend watching jason x related stuff (laughs) there's a really good making of called outer space um and where they talk about how cronenberg got in the movie as well and basically cronenberg was like look you can have my guy but if you're having him you are putting me in the movie (laughs)
0: <laughs> so and they were like, he, all right yeah and he wanted he want he's always wanted to be killed on screen
1: so david so, cronenberg is the character who right at the beginning is the scientist who wants to take um jason off to a facility isn't he
0: dr yeah. aloysius wimmer
1: yeah. yeah and he ends he's up got dying distracting hair he, as well he gets very distracting jason's machete in the back is it the no. machete or is it just no a, he gets a massive spike something? spike yeah he gets spiked
2: I looked up James Isaac, who I think passed away in like 2012 he and did. I think that outer space documentary is filmed after that. Cause they're all talking about how much of a loss he was and how much they miss him. And it's weird. Cause when they talk about it, they explain that they wanted to do this. They wanted to go to space. Originally it was a lot more like alien. Mm. It was darker in nature. Yeah. It was real like grounded. And the ship does look decent.
0: It, some of the effects are okay, I But then
2: they said Scream I came out. Totally disagree. With and you. Scream completely flipped what you would do. And then they said it became a lot more self-referential and it became ah, a little bit more wisecracky. Yes. Then they went back and redid a lot of the script because – okay, uh, and also Cronenberg supposedly rewrote his lines. He's like, I'm not saying that. This is what I'm going to say. And he rewrote just...
1: a lot of lines. <laughs> yeah. So it's just – I know that's a slight detour, but I just want to then just say about the rest of the plot. That four, so so you've got a situation where Jason is cryogenically frozen in in two thousand eight. Four hundred and fifty five years later, he is unthawed out by a group of people who are like just trying to get stuff off planet Earth because planet Earth is is, is sort of screwed. They take Jason and Rowan Lafontaine onto a onto their spaceship. <laughs> And they, they, they defrost both of them and they're both fine, except obviously Jason is a psychopath and so then starts to kill everybody on, on board. We should be okay for a while. But he's out there. Look, we're going to be safe here. We're, we've, got, we've got through the first bit, the cryogenically free frozen bit and we're on to the um spaceship i thought at the, the beginning i thought the whole thing about the beginning the, the the transference of blood meant that like jason's blood could live on it you know what i mean like jason's spirit would then inhabit anyone who's who's blood we've, got affected is that we've is
0: been that here right a couple of times this is where matt tries to look too deeply into a film <laughs> <laughs> You're too intellectual. Constant you've got, speech, you've got, you've got to leave that, that. You've got to leave that at the door of the spaceship,
1: <laughs>
0: oh. the um, airlock.
1: <laughs> initiating scan. Mm, smart and sexy.
0: Mm-hmm. Professor, take a look at this guy's scan. How does he function with a brain that small? He's a big boy. I Bet he's hung like
2: a mammoth. It was now, very but- insulting that they said he had a tiny brain. Yeah. said by a bunch of cast members that are too worried about <laughs> getting the rocks off yeah to notice that there's a, a gigantic killer on their ship yeah and they're like oh he's got such a small brain and i was like oh well he's probably gonna murder you in about five minutes and two of them were getting so jiggy with it beside jason's corpse yeah while well, this other very attractive doctor yeah, was trying to like do stuff that she was like look just get out of here and they were like yeah great we Thanks. get to go, get get to go shag yeah. and, they did like, and then they like joyously ran out and I was like beside a defrosting mammoth of a man because it's Kane Hodder's uh Jason and Kane yeah. Hodder's a big dude
1: it's, it's not really the place no and also I know that they don't know that he is a serial killer at that point do they but, but he looks like one. He does He does have a look of one, doesn't he? <laughs> you said that they thought the special effects were quite good. I mean, I know some of 2001, them. 2001, but... I thought the, I thought, I thought like the world
0: ball, building ball. was quite nice, and I think, thought, think some of it... But it, it soon descends into we have no money left. Yeah. So yeah. some of the effects were, were fairly decent for There's the
2: time. A, yeah, so when the...
0: Oh, the famous
2: scene. The sexy, scantily clad lady... That was inspecting him. Who bless her, she took off his mask.
0: Oh, hacked it went,
2: off, and then she looked at his face and went, oh, you a baby," and put it back on. I said, "Oh, that's quite nice," mm. but she's still going to die. Um, but she gets her head
1: shoved in liquid great, nitrogen, like liquid yeah. nitrogen, and then gets it, to, and that was quite nice. And then it was quite everything. nice. There were a couple of I thought there were a couple of quite nicely done deaths. I thought that was really nicely done. I like the corkscrew one. As I well. love the
0: corkscrew one. I
1: thought that was really fun.
0: Very reminiscent of Dr. Fibes. And then there's yeah. a
1: terrible line afterwards. Yes. Besides, so we found Condor. What's his condition? He's screwed.
2: And I was yeah. like, wow, that's that's Arnie-esque.
1: What irritates me most about that is that that doesn't provide any information about what's happened to... he's. They've, she's been asked a question. She's been asked what's happened to this guy. And she says he's screwed. And And she's talking over an intercom somebody who can't see the situation. It's like, well, what does that mean? Like, is he, is he, does he need to tie shoelaces? Does he, Is he broken his arm? You know, Has it's... he
2: had to run to the toilet? Yeah, like...
1: what? What? <laughs> what? I need more information than that, you idiot.
2: So she should have been, he's screwed. And by For screw... context, he is impaled on a large <laughs> screw leg device in yes. the middle of the ship.
1: Yes.
0: It's going to take more than poking the ribs to put down this old
1: dog. Oh. Yeah, that ought to do it. We've just watched the film Space Flight IC One in our journey through the through the fifty years, and um, knitwear was, was used <laughs> to to represent the future in that. And I like the fact that the men wear knitwear and the women wear like crop tops.
2: They hook the first the uh, the doctor that gets thawed. They put a chainmail thing over her yes while they're reconstructing her it's just a cleavage enhancing chain mail. yeah <laughs> it just pushes everything up and i was like that's that's very weird i've never had a medical procedure or anything enhanced me in that nature but it, but in
1: fairness it felt like nipples was a bit of a theme in this oh um, please oh. yeah there's there's a there's a sort of a run of about five minutes where you've got the the sort of lead doctor is being kind of like he's he's got nipple clamps um, oh you know, yeah. Being like, and a
0: cerise night female nighty on.
1: Yes. So he's, he's like having sort of unconventional sex with someone who's got who's got his nipples in nipple tongs. Tortured. But then there's an android that doesn't have nipples. Yes. Yeah, so,
0: km M14 so, played so, by Lisa Ryder.
1: So the very next scene after that is this uh, android is having she's so she's sort of bare-breasted this android and then she's ha- trying to have nipples attached and the nipples fall off in a sort of like a, just sort of like fall to the floor in a sort of comedy comedy way. And she bemoans the fact that she hasn't got nipples. I suppose it's like, it's, she's like Pinocchio, isn't she? She wants to be a real woman. What is the subtext of the nipples? What what are the nipples trying to tell us? Rory. I mean, what I
2: find weird about the, the android getting the nipples and them falling off is later on, the guy who has, I think he's, he's made her or he's programmed her. Yeah. He then decides I'm going to have sex with her. Yes. And then he turns her into a goth, like a kind of a a little bit of a, a BDSM killing machine. Yeah. Yeah. She gets and, a and super upgrade. I think that's when it teeters into, well, this is just very silly now.
1: I, I mean, it was already. Then. I was saying, yeah. like, no, that's like two thirds of the way through the film.
2: That's I my think... threshold for Silly. Once there's a BDSM android doing backflips, and yeah. she shoots Jason across the ship. She shoots him so hard that he flies across
1: the ship. And I was like, I think I'm out now. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> think, that really reminds I I thought there was something slightly Trinity out of matrix oh yeah there. and i and I,
0: and a little bit of ripley from early ends. do you think
1: they were like you know what's ahead you know you know what's ahead yeah i think they <laughs> probably <laughs> probably did think that yeah and they're like you know what people like kung fu yeah let's shove that kung in fu. as well yeah there's a brilliant i've just been listening to uh william goldman's adventures in the screen trade and he basically says and i think this is such a truism that he says that that executives absolutely have no idea why films why one film is a hit and one film isn't all they know is what has been a hit and so that's why you get i bet in this situation that have been well matrix was very popular was not it let's have a bit she could do a bit of kung fu in this couldn't she could she do that and i bet that's why it happened
0: and they did base it on alien Yeah. yeah i think it's annoying too because there's
2: good horror in space and in the in the artist space documentary of this they talk about the worry that they were going to be like Leprechaun in space. They're like, oh, we didn't want to be like, because like, once a horror franchise goes to space, yeah. that's it. Like That's kind of like, oh, well, we've run out of stuff yeah. to do. Like If they're using Alien as a blueprint, there's no reason for it to be this silly. But this is just, I don't know why she becomes a BDSM Kung Fu artist. It's very strange. Yeah. What I liked about her is, and I don't know if this has happened in a, any of the other robots that you've looked at, um, they ask for a percentage of survival. She gives it to him they then kiss and she increases the percentage of survival yeah and like for no reason her firmware dictates that once she has intercourse she gets upgraded into bdsm kung fu robot yeah. um, <laughs> like and the- that was very weird for me i don't know if there's ever been an android that has evolved based on intimacy
0: There, there has been robots in a film called uh, "The Creation of the Humanoids," and the very fact that they can have um, sex.
1: Yes, individuals. Well, but it's to it's to procreate, isn't it? To procreate. Yeah. There's also I was thinking that it's a bit reminded me a bit of Robot John in uh ah, Planet of the storms because okay. he's off he often gives pessimistic chances of survival, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: really so does uh, a C three PO as well. That's in fact they switch yeah. they switch him off at one point. Yeah. And then there's Ash from the Alien franchise, Ooh. the very first one. He tells them all their percentage of survival, doesn't he? Yeah.
1: yeah. It's all good all good stuff. But no
0: none of them get upgraded to um sexy dominatrix bot.
1: Yeah. No. Hey Slap
0: Give her an upload. they're
1: I'm I'm gonna have to hurt you now. As you say, there's there's a lot of sass and a lot of comedy in it, isn't there? Which I think sits really weirdly in it. I thought that I thought that when I watched it last night. And now I from what you've said, Rory, it's like they just sort of thought, Oh well, because of Scream, uh, we'll we'll make it we'll make it a bit more like that. And so I yeah, bet I, they, think I bet that's why it happened.
0: They also cut out uh something like fifteen seconds of real gore to give it an r rating
1: this feels very much like they've had to rein it in like you said that like there's um there's almost no nudity there's a tiny bit of nudity at the end there's... oh that
0: scene the camp <laughs>
1: girls yeah
0: yeah nobody wanted to have anything to do with that
1: hey you want a beer or do you want to smoke some pot or we can have premarital sex <laughs> we, love we
0: love premarital sex, sex. To set the scene up, they distract Jason by cre- uh, creating a holodeck of the um, Camp Crystal Lake, and there's two teens in there, the likes of which you would find at Camp Crystal Lake, bouncing around, being and taking their tops off. And uh, the person, the person who was in charge of um, of getting those actors didn't want to have anything to do with it, so it went it went to her assistant, and nobody really wondered why anything, because they just thought it was gratuitous.
1: Well, I mean, the whole film is gratuitous, isn't it?
0: It's a great death, though. It
2: is, (laughs) even though it's it's not a real death. But it's a
1: funny, it's a fun, another funny death, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I
2: don't really get it because they kind of they take off their tops, they have beer, they say some weird one-liner, and then they get in the sleeping bags. Yeah. And then it cuts back, and Jason's just—it's almost like they've thrown like a big ball of wool to a cat. Yeah. And like it cuts back, and Jason's just like swinging these sleeping bags off a tree, which yeah. I think he
1: actually does in one of the other.
2: Yeah, uh, I remember that. It's okay. so, like I think it's, it's, it's a, a throwback to them.
1: Yeah, yeah. The comedy comes out in a lot of like lines in the film, like the bit at the end where the, there's a, a sort of a rupture in the the wall of the ship, and someone is being sort of like sucked out and just before she gets sucked out she says the line oh, this so many
2: levels it's weird cuz there's some really good this is why i thought Stephen would like it cuz there's some really good like tech in it that's that's kind of like not completely unrealistic to where we are so obviously the 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 way they reconstruct jason and um the other person they find is like it's kind of using like basically little tiny ants um yeah. which like is not na- nanobots like, sort of. Vibe, yeah like yeah. nanotech and then but then also the guys in the ship are sitting playing a game but they're playing it in vr so it makes it look like the cargo holds full of aliens and they're shooting them but then jason somehow walks into the game yeah and slices the guy's avatar open yeah so i was like all right okay
1: that's something the problem, I think, with all of this is that it takes you out of the film, right? When you're thinking to yourself, hang on, how is, if they're in VR, how has Jason got into, you know, it takes you out of the story and suddenly you're, you're sort of thinking about like weird plot holes in it. And, and I couldn't help but think for all of them, like they've set up, they spent the first 25 minutes setting up the fact that they can regenerate arms. There's a character who gets his arm cut off. Accidentally, in in I quite like that. I quite like that,
0: chopping
2: off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, whoops. And and they, it's like this. It's like, oh, don't worry. Uh, they just give him some morphine or something, and then they sort of like you know sew another arm on, and it's all fine.
0: Well, they regenerate or regenerate
1: an it. arm. That's right. And uh, they've got this regeneration tech. And yet, so why don't they just regenerate all of the corpses afterwards? Why can't they just do that? That seems so weird that they didn't do that. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's so boring. And it's just so lack of... Te- <laughs> There's so little tension in it, isn't there? You Do you think, know why I think I it is? I
0: know, no, I, no, you're not being harsh. How can you be harsh about a film like this? I think it's basically... <laughs> we don't... This is a film where they're not interested in us knowing anyone's backstory. So we have got no interest in any of them whatsoever. Yeah, I think as well, it's
2: very bright.
0: It is, isn't like, it?
2: Most of the movies, like unbelievably bright so then you're kind of like well there's no real you never look at a shot and think oh is jason in the background of that yeah. shot you're just yeah. like oh well i notice him because <laughs> he's the biggest thing on the ship Yeah, like he's, he, he can huge. barely fit through the doorways um i do love kane
1: Hodder as jason
2: i'm really sad because i'm like oh they could have made a really good
1: yeah i'd say that he he seems to be doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing and doing it pretty well Say maybe he is the right it's just everything, is... just everything else is everything else awful and actually i was thinking about when i said i didn't root for anybody by the end i'm rooting for jason it's like for <laughs> god's sake just finish them finish them all
0: <laughs> uh, th- th- we've we've got a two two final girls really haven't we we've got a final girl and a final robot head yes. and a final guy of yeah. course there was a love interest but he was completely written out uh, and taken out. He'd filmed it as well, and he and we don't know his name as an actor, and he was completely taken out of the film.
1: So at the, towards the end of the film, in the last sort of 20 minutes, um, Jason receives an upgrade via this nanotechnology. And again, it's like it just makes no sense. It doesn't follow any of the rules of any of the upgrades that have happened before, prior, prior to this, <laughs> does it? It's just like they you know they suddenly make
0: turn <laughs> well it says on the screen that they've run out of body parts so then they try and find some other bits and wow. so the nanobots go off into the uh, into the laboratory and find lots of p- bits of equipment that they merge to him
2: see i thought it was because the nanobots looked at jason and went well he's clearly been He's been riddled with bullets here. Mm. You know, and he has no brain. So this doesn't happen again. We'll just make a medal. Yeah, but it's weird that that happens so late. Yeah. But it is the poster.
1: Yeah, I suppose it is, isn't it? <laughs> so, so for the last 10, 15 minutes, he's he's a robot, and and can't be. You know, he can't be killed anyway. But he doubly can't be killed this time, can he? And no. he just sort of wreaks havoc and doesn't die in the end. A quick fact: Yeah, it's
0: the first feature-length film ever to be completely entirely in the digital realm.
2: And they said the amount of CGI shots as well were was pretty high. Might have had like maybe in the realm like two hundred.
0: Yeah, they got um, they got cheaper as they went on.
2: Yeah, they were under the budget. They're like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> really really cheap
0: i'm I completely th- going with the fact that it had no tension and no horror yeah and nothing yeah
2: in the interviews with the producer they said they were trying to make an action movie they said they were trying wow. to follow the pace of an action movie and what happens and normally that's why it's like they have to get from a to b and they have this blocker in the way and they have to get to this ship and the run at a time that's
1: all inspired oh God, that's, by action movies i mean that's such bullshit though isn't it because you think that that bit of the story is the last 20 minutes isn't it yeah and all and of it just... up until that point is just pointlessly running around and it's just so it's so confusing and it's so poorly you know no pun intended executed it's just like what just why why bother with any of it <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Steve
2: DePaul's. <laughs> <Deppald. laughs> oh my god. I can't believe you've
1: picked this sounds like the worst film you've made Matt watch. How about you, Rory? What I mean, does does this film hold a little special special place in your horror heart? I think when I watched it, I definitely was swayed
2: by the the skinny nature of it. when I was like, Oh, it's scared us in there. Mm. they got their tops off. So I think now when I've gone back there I'm like, oh for God's sake, that wasn't as good as I thought.
0: A lot of things has happened since two thousand and one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it's bloody it's so naff. Like I think Jason Jason goes to space. It it it's teetering on earnest for me. Ernest goes to camp, Ernest saves Christmas, Ernest saves Halloween.
1: I thought oh, well, you yes.
2: meant it was too too earnest to film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I meant Ernest, the actual guy. Um yeah, I think it's. I, if I had to choose this or New York, though, I would probably choose this. Okay. Because at
1: least this, at least I found this funnier. Yeah, and so so there are worse Jason films in the in the catalog. I think so. Yeah, I think I have terrible memories of Manhattan. Again, I think we found the quote for the cover for the <laughs> for the poster. <laughs> there are worse Jason films than this. <laughs> Rory thank you so much for for taking time out to do this I know that I've been grumpy about it but I've really really enjoyed it I I did enjoy watching it because I could be grumpy about it and I'd I'd love chatting with you about this and it'd be great if we could if we've got other other horror robot films whether we could get you back on to do another one
0: yeah, maybe
2: Stephen can finally deliver on Shop and Mall, which he promised, and they took away.
0: Oh, listen to you and your slasher films. <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I'll dangle it.
1: And maybe he won't as well. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Thanks very much, Rory. And thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't forget, check us out on our socials. We're at 50YOSR on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok. And until we meet again, goodbye. Goodbye.